Thank you for joining us today. We hope God speaks to you. We hope dreams come alive and faith is ignited so you can impact the world and those around you for God's kingdom. Enjoy the message. All right, City Place Church. Are you ready for the word of God? If you have your Bibles, go with me to Revelations chapter 3. Revelations chapter 3. We have been talking about uh, believing and living the life that Jesus wants us to have. And today it is Mother's Day weekend. Again, shout out to every single mom. Shout out to every single woman. You are women of strength. And at City Place Church, we celebrate moms, but we also celebrate women because not all women are moms, but you're all strong. Your mentors, your teachers, your instructors, your encouragers, your aunts and your sisters. And so we just want to be an encouragement to every single person uh, that's hanging out with us today. Now, I've got, a, I, I've got a message today that wants to encourage all of us. And so if you're a man hanging out with us today, God's going to speak to you. If you're a woman hanging out with us, God's going to speak to you. But I want to I encourage you today to lean in. And you can uh, follow along today by downloading today's message notes at cityplacechurch.com backslash notes. Do me a favor, share today's message like today's message, subscribe for those of you who are hanging out. But Revelations chapter three, verse two. Next week at our in-person service, we've got LaRue Howard uh, live in person leading worship. She's going to do something special for every person online as well. And so we want you to be a part of that. She is a Dove Award winner, amazing worship leader, and she is going to be uh, with us next Sunday. It's going to be good next Sunday. Revelation chapter 3 verse 2. I'm going to read this verse. Um, there's just a phrase inside of this verse that I want to lean in today. And I really want to encourage every single person watching today, but I want to continuously throughout today's message speak to the ladies and the women that are watching today. God's just kind of give me something to just speak life to you today uh, on behalf of City Place Church. But everybody's going to be able to receive something from the Lord. And I'll give you the context of where that came from. Revelation chapter three, verse two, it says this. Be constantly alert and strengthen the things that remain, which were about to die. For I have not found your deeds completed in the sight of my God. <coughs> in Revelation chapter three, John is writing and he's given this prophetic outlook to one of the churches and in it, he says, God's not done yet. There were some things around you that were fading and about to die, but strengthen what remains because there's still some things that God wants to do. And as I was praying for this week, I was like, Lord, what what do you want to say on Mother's Day? What do you want to say on a day where we speak life to every single person and highlight the strength of women? What do you want to say? And I was laying down and I could feel in my heart strengthen what remains. And I went and looked up the verse and I was like, we're not preaching on revelations, but it was just like kept kept resonating. Strengthen what remains. Strengthen what remains. Strengthen the things that are still vibrant. Strengthen the things that I still want to complete. Strengthen the things that I want to do. Strengthen the things that I want to say. And so for every person watching and every lady watching today. The areas of your life that's still moving forward, God wants to strengthen to you today. 
Because like Revelation chapter three says, God's not done yet. And so if we can pray, I want to ask every single person to position your heart. Father, we love you today. We thank you for your presence. I thank you that by the time we're finished today, that you will strengthen what remains in every single person watching. Holy Spirit, we thank you for the strength of women. I pray that there is a confidence that's going to begin to rise in every single woman watching today. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you will continue to speak life into places that remain because you're still working. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. My assignment today is to speak life to you today, right where you are and where God wants you to be. I want to speak life to who you are today. You know, I was right. I was thinking this week and I was thinking that life has a way and the enemy has a way of presenting moments in life that impact the important things of our life that we add value to. And he has a way of causing some disruptions and he has some a way of trying to steal things and cause us to lose things and suppress things. But in John chapter 10, we've been reading about life in John chapter 10 over the last few weeks. And Jesus said this, the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. But I've come that you may have life and to have it more abundantly. And as I was thinking about strengthening what remains, I was thinking about some of the things that may have been stolen from you. Those of you who are watching today the ladies and the women that are watching today. I was thinking about how the enemy may have stolen your identity, your security, your purity, your innocence, and maybe for some of you, your dreams. In John chapter 10, Jesus says the enemy comes to steal it, to kill it and destroy it. But I want to be clear. I come to give you life and the life that I give you is life more abundantly. You know, that word life in John chapter 10, it means zoe. It comes from the word zoe. And it means to be one filled with vitality, one whose life is vigorous and passionate. It says that literally the life that's given is one that fulfills the essential and the ethical things that belong to God. See, Jesus says that the life that I give you handles the practical aspect of your life and helps you fulfill the standard that God has for you. It goes on to say that he gives us everything that we need as we walk on earth. And then he gives us the eternal life that was gifted to us through the power of his death, burial and resurrection. Jesus says, I want to give you the fullness of life. And so as I'm reading Revelation chapter three, verse two, and the spirit of God is speaking to that church, he says, I want to strengthen what remains. And so this morning, I want to speak life to you on this Mother's Day weekend to strengthen what remains. Strengthen what remains. In, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 through 28, it says this. Then God said, let us make man in our own image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, <coughs> over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them 
And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, of the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Right out at the start of time, when God is speaking life into existence, he says, let us create man and woman in our own image and let them have our own likeness. And then he says, and give them authority and give them power and give them dominion, the ability to see things move and grow, multiply, and let them have authority to be able to subdue. And he says, and he created them in his image and his likeness. Can I tell you right out of the gate that God has built you to have the fullness of who he is? So therefore, today, he wants to strengthen what remains. I'm thinking about the fact that today is Mother's Day and I'm thinking about the fact that there are strong women who are watching today. And the thing that's been stirring in my heart for you, ladies that are watching, is that there's some places in your life that the father wants to tell you that he wants to strengthen. God has strategically designed you like Genesis says that you have been created in his image. You are the likeness of God himself. You have authority. You have dominion. And he has blessed you like it says in verse 28. God has declared that you have on the inside of you the ability and you possess the power to be fruitful and to multiply the things that he places under your care. You have in your possession the power and the authority to subdue the things around you because God placed it in your care. But as I was thinking about Revelation chapter three and leaning it into Genesis chapter one, I was thinking about the things that it says that around you might seem like it's about to die, but he says, strengthen what remains. Remember, I said that life has a way of trying to pull things from you. And there's an enemy that's trying to kill you, steal from you and destroy you. But God wants us to strengthen the things that remain. You still possess the image of God. You still possess the likeness of God. You still possess the power of God. You still possess the ability to be fruitful and multiply. None of that changes because when God said it, that settled it. When God created you and formed you, he said, man, what a great template to, 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 to create them and to form them. Let's use ourselves. Let's use me. So God created you in his image and in his likeness. Everything that you need to be strengthened remains in you. Mm -hmm. I know that the enemy might have stolen your innocence or your purity or your dreams. But today on this Mother's Day weekend, every single person watching and ladies watching today, God wants to strengthen what remains. And so write this down. And everything that I that I have listed this morning is it's like a personal declaration. So strengthen myself by learning for myself who I am and whose I am. Write that down. Strengthen myself by learning for myself who I am and whose I am. 
God clearly said, I have created you in my image. I've created you in my likeness. You possess dominion. You possess the, the blessing of my own hand. You possess the ability to be fruitful and to multiply and to subdue. You possess the power to have dominion over. See, you and I have to strengthen ourselves. Ladies, you have to strengthen yourself. Men, you have to strengthen yourself by learning for yourself who you are and whose you are. Now, let me give you a disclaimer. You and I don't know who we are until you and I discover who God says you are. You and I, we won't know who we are until we discover who God says we are. And in Genesis chapter one, he says, hey, listen, prize possession made in my image, authority, likeness, dominion, power, the ability to see things grow fruitful and multiply. You and I don't know who we are until we find out who God says we are, which then means, listen, ladies and gentlemen watching today, you and I have to spend time with God so that we can know who we are. If Jesus said in John 10 that the enemy comes to steal, kill, destroy, but he says, I've come to give you life, the vigorous part of the essential things that you need, the ethical things to walk with God and according to his standards, the, the, the ability to live vibrantly and passionately on earth and dwell in eternity. You and I have to walk in a relationship with God. You and I have to spend time with God. We have to be passionate about God because you and I hear me now. You and I won't fully know who we are. Until we spend time with God so that we can find out who we are. So therefore, you and I have to hopefully you wrote it down. It's on your message notes. Strengthen myself by learning for myself. Who I am. God made it clear. That you were created formed and equipped in the image of God. So say this. Can you say this with me? Every single person watching and ladies, come on, say it. This is this is the day where we speak life to you. Come on, say this. I am created, formed and equipped in the image and likeness of God. That's a fact. No one can take that away. No one can take Genesis chapter one and what took place in Genesis chapter one away from you. You are created in the image and likeness equipped by God himself, the creator of all things. That is what remains. Are you with me? Here's what Psalms 139 says in verse 14. It says, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works. And that my soul knows very, very well. The writer of Psalms 139 says, I am fearfully and I am wonderfully made. And it's marvelous, the works of your hand. And my soul recognizes that you're the one that formed me. I looked up the word wonderfully made. Listen to this. It means to be distinct, marked out, separated, to be distinguished. When God created you, ladies, hear me. When God created you, he created you, marked by the hand of God, separated by the hand of God, and distinguished. You are distinct. You are special. We will strengthen what remains. Men, God created you in his likeness, in his image. You are distinct. You are separated. You are distinguished because God made you. 
Can I say to every single person, you are God's unique design. You are God's unique design. Take note of that. Personally, I am God's unique, unique masterpiece upon which he makes no mistakes. God doesn't make a mistake. God created you. Jeremiah chapter 29. Actually, Je Jeremiah chapter one, he says, before I formed you, I knew you. And I, I, I knew you before I ever formed you in your mama's womb. I knew you. Before you were ever conceived, I knew who you were. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. There is nobody like you. There is nobody like you in all of creation. You are a unique design from the Father himself. Come on, somebody. So we're going to strengthen what remains. Let's keep going. Say this. I am empowered by his spirit to impact my surroundings for his purpose. I am empowered by his spirit to impact my surroundings for his purpose. He literally says in Genesis chapter one, he says, hey, listen, be fruitful and multiply and subdue the earth. The things that are around you, I have blessed you to move throughout in authority and power. See, you and I have to realize just how strong we really are. When God created you, he didn't create you to just exist. He created you to function in the purpose and the authority that is on his heart. But you get to walk it out. Strengthen what's remained. Let's speak life to the fact that God created me, God formed me and God equipped me. Let's speak life to the fact that you and I are God's unique masterpiece. And let's realize that God has empowered us by his spirit to impact our surroundings. Here's the caveat. You and I have to go after the presence of God. If you're watching today, I got to tell you, it may sound really good and motivational, but the requirement is that you and I have to be in relationship with his son, Jesus. Come on, somebody. It's Mother's Day weekend. Say this after me. I get the honor. I get the honor to be in the family of God, the father. You and I have the honor that when God in Genesis chapter one says, hey, let us make man in our image. In our likeness. He's saying you are a part of the family. Therefore, you need to possess my DNA. Which then leads me to this thought. Our first thought was we're going to strengthen myself by learning for myself who I am. And whose I am. Because I won't know who I am and you won't know who you are until we discover who God says we are. Write this down. What we're going to do is we're going to strengthen ourselves by encouraging ourselves. Watch now in the Lord. We're going to strengthen ourselves by encouraging ourselves in the Lord. So if we're going to strengthen what remains so that we can experience the life that Jesus has promised. We're going to strengthen ourselves by encouraging ourselves. In the Lord, we're not just going to encourage ourselves with some daily motivational quotes. No, we're going to encourage ourselves with the same source of life that gives us the abundant life that Jesus talked about. So, so, so what I'm saying is we're not going to do anything outside of what God wants to do. 
if we are created and formed and equipped by God himself, a part of the family of God, then we're going to strengthen ourselves by encouraging ourselves in the Lord. Here's what David said in 1 Samuel chapter 30. It said it, it happened this way. It says, and David was greatly distressed. There were some things that he was losing. Some things around him were fading. And for the people spoke of stoning him because the soul of all the people were grieved. Every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord, his God. There were things around David that were fading away. That were beginning to die. And David, the Bible says, encouraged himself and strengthened himself in the Lord his God. The context was, was that David came back from a, from, a, from a battle only to come and find that his family had been taken and, 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 and the family of his men had been taken and, and, and things had been stolen and everything was lost. And David took a step back in his feeling of everything being lost around him. And he said, I have to strengthen what remains. And the thing that remains is that I have been empowered I have been created. I have been formed by God. I am you, his unique design. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am distinct. I am, I am established by him. I am separated by him. Hold on for a second. Let me step back and strengthen what remains. What remains is the fact that there is life that dwells in me because I'm part of the family of God. So you and I have to strengthen ourselves by encouraging ourselves in the Lord. And then we have to do this. Write this down. We have to strengthen our pursuit. <coughs> we have to strengthen our pursuit of Jesus. See, we can get drained. We can get distracted. We can get lost. We can lose things. Things can be stolen from our life if our pursuit is in the wrong direction. All of our pursuit. Even if we're working a practical job, raising a family, all of our pursuit has to be focused on Jesus first. If Jesus says, the life that I want to give you is more abundantly, you can't measure it. It handles your practical and your spiritual. It handles your conviction of your heart and it allows you to walk out the standard of God versus what the world around you is trying to, to, to tell you is okay. No, walk with me. See, our pursuit has to be strengthened as we pursue Jesus. Let me read you a Bible story. Mark chapter 5 says this in verse 25. A certain woman which had an issue of blood for 12 years. She had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing bettered, but it rather grew worse. And when she had heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind, which means she was pressing through the crowd and touched his garments. For she had said, if I might touch but his clothes, I should be made whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And immediately 
Jesus, knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned toward the press and said, who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, thou seest the multitude thronging there. And you say, who touched me? And he looked around about to see her that she had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what she had done, came and fell down before him and told him the truth. And Jesus said to her, daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. You and I have to strengthen our pursuit of Jesus. The, the Bible says that there was this woman was celebrating the strength of woman. The Bible says it was this woman that she had an issue of blood. She had a medical issue. And the Bible says that she had it for 12 long years. Every day, day in and day out, month after month, week after week, year after year, the same issue, the same issue. But something on the inside of her says, the little that I have left can be strengthened if I get to Jesus. So the Bible says that there is a crowd walking with Jesus, but she has told herself, I don't need to talk to Jesus. I just need to get in proximity to Jesus where I can touch Jesus. And I know that if I push hard enough and if my pursuit is intense enough and if my pursuit is strong enough, that if I get to Jesus, if I just touch Jesus, I know that the things that remain will be strengthened. And the Bible says that she pushed past the crowd to get to Jesus and touch Jesus. And immediately she was made whole. And the Bible says that virtue, virtue left Jesus. I'll come back to that in a minute. I wrote this down. Write this down. We have to strengthen our pursuit of Jesus. But you have to pursue Clearing the path to Jesus. I understand we might work long hours. I understand, moms, that you may have kids. I understand, ladies, you might be mentoring and, and you might be coaching and teaching and encouraging and, 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 and being an amazing family member. But we still have to find time to pursue and clear the way for Jesus. I understand we might be going to school, ladies and gentlemen. I understand we might have to work overtime. I understand we might be living a busy life, but we still have to push past the obstacles and the things that's in the way to get to Jesus. We have to strengthen our pursuit of Jesus. Because it's in him where the life is found, the abundant life is found, the life that handles the essential and the ethical, the vibrant life, the passionate life, the full life of the things on the earth and the relationship with God the Father in eternity. We have to pursue clearing the path to Jesus. And after we pursue clearing the path, we have to believe, pursue, reach, and touch Bible says that she says within herself, I'm going to pursue Jesus. And the man don't even need to talk to me. All I know is if I get anywhere near that man, I am going to grab 
and just me getting close to him, I know I'm going to be changed. Can I tell you, City Place Church, ladies, men, can I tell you that there is a desperation. There is a hunger and a pursuit that says, oh, I don't care what's in front of me. I don't care how busy he may seem. But if I pursue, I will not stop until I reach him. And even if I have to push over the crowd and just touch a part of him, the place where I touch has enough power to change my whole life. I refuse, is what she said, to stay here and see the things around me die. I will strengthen what remains. We have to believe. We have to pursue. We have to reach. And we have to touch to see our strength remain. The Bible says in verse 30, watch this here. It says that she reached and her body was healed of that plague. And immediately Jesus, knowing in himself that virtue had gone from him, turned and said, somebody touched me. Who? Can I tell you, City Place Church, can I tell you, ladies, there's a passionate place that Jesus wants you to be. There's a different style of approach there's such a passionate approach that has our believing, our pursuing, our reaching and our touching that gets his attention. There's so many stories in Scripture where people were hanging out with Jesus, but we don't read about them. All we know is that they were standing in someone's way or that they were just comfortable hanging out with Jesus. There is a place in Jesus where we strengthen what remains because the pursuit that we have for Jesus is so intense that he feels the power leave from him. And he asked, who touched me? Can I challenge a city place church in this year where we have declared that God does above and beyond? Can we have such an intensity in our church in this year where Jesus would pause everything that he's doing and say, they touched me? Oh, whoo, city place. Can we go after Jesus so passionately pushing past whatever the obstacle is, with such believing, such desperation, such pursuit, such reaching to say, who touched me? The Bible says that virtue left him. I looked up the word virtue, and it comes from the word dunamis, which means strength, power, ability, inherent power, power residing in a thing by virtue of his nature whoo, of which that person will exert a thing. The power for performing miracles, moral power and excellence of soul, the power and influence which belong to the riches and wealth, power and resource arising from numbers, power consist, consisting in or resting upon armies and forces. Her passion, her pursuit to see Jesus pushed out of Jesus such power that when he, that power hit her, everything in her that was broken was strengthened to remain. She said, if I touch him, I know I'll be made whole. Little did she know that she was getting a download 
of how God had already created her in my image, in my likeness. I give you power. I give you authority. I give you the ability to be fruitful and multiply. When she touched Jesus, Jesus said everything that the father put in you from day one, still there. I know you went through this for 12 years. You walked through this for 12 years and it seemed like things were dying around you. But when God gets a hold of you and virtue leaves me, the power that leaves me causes you to walk out everything that God originally put in you. Can somebody say amen? God wants to strengthen in you what remains. See, I wrote this down, her pursuit her reach and her touched caused Jesus to strengthen what remains. Her pursuit, her reach and her touch paired with her crazy faith caused Jesus to strengthen what remains. Here's the thing that's amazing. Jesus didn't touch her. She touched Jesus. City Place, we have already committed at our church this year that we have one focus in this, Jesus and Jesus only. But you and your personal home, go. Pursue so that God can strengthen what remain. On this Mother's Day, on this day where we celebrate the strength of women, for those men who are watching right now, if you can just give me just a few seconds here, I just want to speak to every woman on behalf of City Place Church to just speak life to you. That any broken place, any place of insecurity or fear or doubt or worry or hurt from the past, unfulfilled dream that's been on hold, I'm asking you to strengthen what remains. I'm asking you to allow yourself to discover who you are by allowing him to tell you who you are. I'm asking you to allow yourself to strengthen yourself by encouraging yourself in the Lord. And I'm asking you to strengthen your pursuit to be so passionate about Jesus that when you reach him, power leaves. Because when you believe and you reach and you touch, <coughs> it strengthens what remains. With every head bowed and every eye closed, I want to pray for you. Your heads bowed, your eyes closed. I just want to pray over you. I want to pray over every single person watching today. And I just want to declare just over you who God says you are. For every man listening, I want to declare that you're created in the image of God. For every woman listening, you're created in the image of God. Right there with your head bowed, eyes closed. Let me just declare over you <coughs> the word of God. That you're crowned, according to Isaiah 62, 3, 
You will be a crown of splendor in the Lord's hands, a royal diadem in the hand of your God. I just declare Psalms 34, 5, that those who look to him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. I just declare that you will declare that you are grateful for him making you a wonderful image. According to Psalms 139, you are his masterpiece. I just declare 1 Corinthians 6.20 that you are not your own. You were bought with a price. I declare Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10, which says you have been created to do good works, which God prepared in advance for you to do. For every woman watching, I just declare Luke 1.5 like was declared over Mary. Blessed are you who have believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to you. I just declare to every woman watching on this Mother's Day weekend that you are clothed with strength and dignity, according to Proverbs 31, 25. I declare to everyone watching, according to 1 Peter 2, 9, that you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. You are his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. I just declare that you are special to the Lord. While your head's bowed and your eyes closed, the greatest decision that anyone will ever make is to walk in a relationship with Jesus. Jesus said, I came to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. He's, Revelation chapter three said to strengthen what remains. Today, I wanna to give every single person hanging out an opportunity to meet Jesus. The Bible says that Jesus Christ died and rose again so that you can have life and you can have it more abundantly. Right where you are, your heads bowed, your eyes closed. We preach about Jesus wanting to strengthen that remains, but you might remember that I said, it all begins with a relationship with Jesus. It's hard to know who we are if we haven't heard him declare it to us. And it all begins with a personal relationship with Jesus. The Bible says that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died and rose again, that he comes and lives on the inside of you, and he begins to declare over you who you are. So as your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed, I just want you to right where you are, just pray this prayer after me. You ready? Just say, Dear Jesus, I thank you for dying for me. I thank you for raising from the dead for me. And that free gift of life, I accept freely. I acknowledge today that you are my Lord and my Savior. Strengthen in me what remains. I'm grateful, Father, for your Son. I'm grateful that you've created me, formed me, and equipped me in your image. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, City Place, can you make some noise for Jesus right where you are? Come on, make some noise for Jesus right where you are. Come on, make some noise for Jesus. Mm. Here's a couple of quick next steps for you. The first next step that we want you to do is we want you to fill out that virtual connect card, text the word City Place to 94000. Let us know that you chose to follow Jesus today, or maybe there's a prayer request that you say, Pastor Damon, 
I would love it if City Place would come into agreement with me. The second thing that I want to encourage you to do is during this, these summer months, we're going to be having our summer city groups. And I want you to get plugged in to those. Jump into a city group. We want to speak life to you. We want to be an encouragement to you in your next steps in your relationship with Jesus. Because he wants to strengthen what remains. Did you get something today? Come on. Did you get something today? I'm so glad that we get to hang out every single week. Well, here's the final thing we're going to do today. We're going to worship the Lord with our giving. I mentioned that earlier in our service. Uh, our core value is we believe that God has called our church to live, to give. And because of your faithfulness and trusting God in your tithe and offering and seeing that as an act of worship, we continue to make an impact in our city and our nation. And so uh, well done for your faithfulness and trusting the Lord with your tithe and your offering. I also want to remind you that as you're giving, whether you're giving uh, via text or online, that next Sunday at our in-person service, we have LaRue Howard as our special guest leading worship. And uh, if you've never heard her uh, sing, uh, you want to be a part one of her songs, The Great I Am, has over 10 million views on YouTube. She's literally impacting people and worship leaders all across the world. And she's going to be in our service live next Sunday. Well, hey, let me pray. And uh, for all of us who are giving, uh, I'm going to pray over that right now. Father, we love you today. We thank you that you're strengthening all that remains. Holy Spirit, we just uh, bring our tithe and our offering as an act of worship now. I pray, Holy Spirit, just as you've uh, declared in your word that as we sow bountifully, we will also reap bountifully and that, God, you increase our seed so that we can sow, but you also increase the harvest for our own life so we can continue to make an impact. So bless every person that's given today and those that are stepping out to trust you. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you're giving them great faith and peace that the thing that they sow and they're trusting you with their kingdom finances, you have an amazing plan for their life. Bless our week. Holy Spirit, I thank you for drawing us closer to you as we pursue Jesus in a passionate way. I thank you that you're going to strengthen all that remains. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great week, City Place. Thanks so much for joining us. Stay connected by subscribing to the City Place Church podcast following us on Instagram, checking us out on Facebook, or by visiting our website, www.cityplacechurch.com.